podcast committed to creating more expansive narratives of Black British history. Each day, in five minutes or less, I'll tell you about something that happened on that day in history, amplifying neglected moments and figures from the past. History is made every day and Black in Time recognises this by challenging what gets to be remembered. On February 25th, 2000, Victoria Climbier died aged eight, following months of abuse at the hands of relatives. Victoria was born on the Ivory Coast in 1991. She was a happy child, and shortly before she turned seven, she was entrusted to the care of her aunt, Mary Therese Crow, who offered to take her to France to arrange her education. Victoria and her aunt moved to France in November 1998, where they spent around five months before moving to the UK. Within months of living in France, Victoria was heavily absent from school, and this led to an intervention by a social worker. The social worker noted no immediate cause for concern, and eventually Victoria was withdrawn from school. Marie-Thérèse said that this was because of health problems which required treatment in England. Victoria Marie-Thérèse arrived in England in April 1999 and lived in a bed and breakfast and then a hostel. Shortly after, Marie-Thérèse met a man called Carl Manning, who she later moved in with. A relative of Marie-Thérèse, who met Victoria upon arrival in the UK, was concerned about her welfare. She made two anonymous calls to Brent Social Services that summer, but her concerns were not taken seriously. On July 14th, 1999, Victoria was admitted to hospital for the first time. She was seen by a doctor who referred her to the paediatric registrar as a case of non-accidental injury. The police were informed and Victoria was put under police protection. This protection was later withdrawn when another doctor concluded that Victoria's injuries were self-inflicted, a result of scratching because of itchiness from scabies. Victoria returned home with Marie-Thérèse, and just over a week later, she was admitted to hospital again. This time, Victoria had burns that were so serious, she had to spend 13 days in hospital. She was admitted with a severe scold mark on her face, which Marie-Thérèse said was caused by placing her head under the hot tap in the bathroom to try to relieve the itching caused by scabies. Despite being seen by a social worker and police officer while in hospital, Victoria was returned to Marie-Thérèse's care at the end of her hospital stay. During the last seven months of her life, Victoria's contact with the outside world was limited and sporadic. In that time, she was seen by four health professionals but was failed by each of them. Her last days were spent living and sleeping in the bath of an unheated bathroom and she was beaten and starved by Marie-Thérèse and Carl. In the period immediately before Victoria's death, Marie-Thérèse had visited the UCKG church in Finsbury Park three times. On one of those occasions, it was for a, 
quote, deliverance from witchcraft service. Mary Therese had told friends that Victoria was possessed by evil spirits. This was corroborated by the then pastor of the church, Alvaro Lima, who told an inquiry into Victoria's death that Victoria said, quote, Satan controlled her life. The day before she died, Victoria was taken to UCKG one last time. On the advice of a pastor, a cab was called to take her to hospital. Upon arrival at North Middlesex Hospital, Victoria's temperature was so low it couldn't be registered on the hospital's standard thermometer. She was transferred to the paediatric intensive care unit at St Mary's Paddington, where she died the following day. At the time of her death, Victoria had 128 separate injuries and scars on her body. She had been bound, burned, scolded, scarred and beaten. The consultant responsible for Victoria's care on that occasion said, I had never seen a case like it before. It's the worst case of child abuse and neglect that I had ever seen. Victoria's aunt, Marie-Therese Quau, and Carl Manning, Marie-Therese's boyfriend, were convicted of Victoria's murder in January 2001. Both were sentenced to life imprisonment. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Black in Time. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please share it with a friend. Head over to Instagram at Black in Time Pod to continue the conversation from today's episode. I'll be back again tomorrow with another episode. See you then.